Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Welcome to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, John Chapman, and what a week we had at Eat Sleep Fantasy. Not only did we conclude the very first week of the NFL season, but we also had our 300th episode milestone. So what you're going to hear from us today is a little bit of our nuggets of the week, a little bit of the best of Eat Sleep Fantasy. So buckle in, sit back, trust me. You are going to laugh, and just in case if there are still some available players out there, we go over ranks and waiver wire, so please pay attention and make sure that you make those final adjustments before week two and start it off right, 2-0 and hopefully, if you've been listening to us. So enjoy Eat Sleep Fantasy Nuggets. So Joe Mixon just has an ankle sprain, and he's not even ruled out for next week. Um, I do think Giovanni Bernard is a must grab if you own Joe Mixon. Yeah, completely. And the funny thing, man, this has just not gone very well because they go out and draft two running backs, and their whole hope was these are going to be the guys that are a little bit more Joe Mixon like, bigger bodied, uh, multi purpose guys that could do a whole lot. And it just didn't work out. Both of them got put on um, IR before the season even started. So that's not good. But Giovanni Bernard, holy cow, gets 47 snaps to Samaj P. Ryan's one snap. He got full bell cow uh, workload once yeah. Mixon went down, and he looked good. He played relatively well. So uh, Giovanni Bernard's the guy to own. I do not think that um, Joe Mixon's going to play week two. A.J. Green's still out. But, man, that offense definitely looked a lot better <laughs> than everybody <Yeah. laughs> was hoping for. You know, they, they bring over the coach from – um, the Los Angeles Rams and goodness, man, that offensive system, it works. <laughs> it yep. works. Yeah. I don't think we're going to downgrade Joe Mixon. Once he's back, he's still going to be what a borderline RB one, two. We'll see how it shakes out, but he's oh, I mean, in that offense. He's going to be good. I, I am buying Joe Mixon, right? I know this is your 300th uh, episode and you guys posted to call in, which is why I did. I had to, um, mm-hmm. I have, I mean, apart from all this bullshitting, I figured I'd throw you guys a real solid question because uh, it seems like a lot of people aren't really digging Mark Andrews. And uh, I got to tell you guys, I'm out of everybody. I mean, I, I get it. Uh, that new guy that's coming out, he did really well. The other tight end, I can't remember his name. Hayden Hurst. Mm-hmm. No. Man. Oh, you're talking about He's the relevant. guy for Anyways. Hawkinson for Detroit. There you go, Hawkinson. Who do you guys see having a higher ceiling this season? Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, just because of the Mark involvement Andrews. in the on offense, yeah. Right. Career-wise, right? I think I think but... I think he has a better quarterback than than what Hawkinson has to, to use. Uh, uh, better yeah, quarterback yeah, for tight end. I don't. Better I'm not quarterback a fan for of Matt Stafford. I just, I, I mean, I just, uh, I just don't like Matt Stafford. I think he's really, I mean. I just don't think much of him. He's a, Matt Stafford's a bitch. 
I feel like you can't say that. Can we get Matthew Stafford's contact information and have him on the show? No, Uh, I will hang up. If Matthew Stafford calls, I promise I'll hang up on him. Um, so let's talk about the first game on our slate, and I'm, it's going to be the Buccaneers versus the 49ers. Uh, the score was 31 to 17, and for fantasy purposes, I'm going to talk about the 49ers first. Uh, Tevin Coleman went down with an injury, yeah, and Dante Pettis did nothing. That's, Those are the big yeah. hot takes. That, that surprised <laughs> me big time. Like he one catch for seven yards, and that was it. Not sure the the snap counts yet because those aren't out yet. But uh, I I was shocked about that. There was all that talk about, you know, all the stuff with Shanahan and stuff like that. Not him not uh, proving his uh, wide receiver one status in training camp, and everyone kind of just thought that was a motivation thing. But now I'm kind of slightly concerned. Yeah, I mean, one target, one reception is terrifying. I mean, it's not like anyone else on the roster did anything besides George Kittle um, or Greg Kittle. Yeah, George he was amazing. George <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, he's the only guy that's worth a damn right now in the 49ers. I mean, they did win the game against the measly Buccaneers, but I don't know. What are we going to do about this running back position? Who is the new running back over I there, th- and how serious is this injury? Well, exactly. Like, he didn't return. So, obviously, uh, in this one, Breida had the most uh, most attempts and with 15. And he was – wasn't he number one on the depth chart anyways? Yeah, but with a with a two point five you know yards per carry, that's not very good. But it was your go back to your guy from last year. Remember Raheem Mostert? I think is going to yeah. Yep. I think he's going to going to see a lot more carries come next week, depending on the severity of this injury to Coleman. Yeah, he's definitely. I mean, you're the waiver wire guy. If uh, the Tevin Coleman injury is serious, more he's going to be on your. Uh, top tier of the guys to grab right yeah it could be it could be a big list of guys this weekend or for for week two and you know a lot of receivers stepped up that just shocked me this week yeah yeah it was a weird week um so now on the Buccaneers side um the, i think the biggest takeaway was ronald jones out snapped or out carried uh peyton barbier for 13 carries versus um eight he had 75 yards so hopefully he's able to you know carry the ball that much the rest of the season he could be useful well 5.8 um, uh yards per carry as well that's uh that's more than he had all last year i think in one game he had yeah <laughs> yeah oh, the game flow was weird because they were down early they were they were in the game and peyton barber was getting the warp but once they kind of started going down ronald jones started getting the load and um he looked good so hopefully they carry on through this you know moving forward yeah i i i'm um, I hope Ronald Jones does well. I hope I hope he does because he's got talent. That kid does right. So, yeah, um, he wouldn't be a second round draft pick if yeah, he wasn't. Exactly. He didn't have talent. And like Winston just looked horrendous today. Yeah, he just three interceptions. Yeah. It's awful. You know, and then like what? And another big huge takeaway from from this game too is Cameron Brait versus OJ Howard. I mean, yeah, OJ Howard was targeted more, but red zone Cameron Brait still looks like he's that guy. I mean, yeah. he had both those touchdowns yeah. called back today, but he was still uh, he was still looked at. Yeah, he's probably going to be like a he's going to end up being a top twelve guy just based off t- touchdowns throughout the season. He's going to get like three a game, at like twice a season, and he's going to end up being in the top twelve just just because of those points um, and touchdowns. So see how that progresses. Mike Evans didn't do jack shit. Five targets. And I was I, I invested so much on him. <laughs> so did I. I between him and Godwin both. I actually drafted both of them in a league, and I'm 
thankful that I had Lamar Jackson on that team because <laughs> that's oh, the yeah. only reason I'm going to win this week. Nice. Yeah, it was uh, – I mean, I, I feel like week one – before I guess before we move forward, I feel like we want week one is always a flukiest week of the season, and you shouldn't take too much away from this. Like, don't go out and drop Dante Pettis, and don't go out and trade Mike Evans for you know DJ Chark. No, yeah. you know, <laughs> like just wait it out. It's gonna take two or three weeks before everyone kind of gets into the into a rhythm of the football. But it's interesting to see how you know who's ready for football and who's not because Mike Evans sure fucking wasn't well, and neither was James. Winston. Yeah, I know the one, another thing I wanted to point out on my, my uh, waiver wire for this week, my pickup of the week, Dare Ugambawali. He, right? yep. you know what? He was targeted five times, caught four passes for 33 yards. So he's, it's his position. We clearly know where he's standing in this running back position, right? He's the third down back pass catching back. So, right. I mean, and yeah, like five five targets for him, that's pretty pretty decent. You know, that's great for a running back. I mean, he's like a Chris Thompson, like a Darren Sproles um, in this offense. So he's going to be targeted a lot. I mean, I don't think Ronald Jones should be – I think Ronald Jones should be involved as well. I mean, he had one target and for, for 18 yards. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, all the running backs are really involved. Payne Barber had four targets. So it's just going to be interesting how this evolves. But Darren Ogobawaya is definitely the best pass catcher and definitely the best pass blocker. So when they're in passing downs, he's going to be out there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one guy that is very interesting, and I think his numbers, I think his stock has gone up. Like, he was a penny stock. He was worth two cents a share, and it just went up to three cents a share. So if he owned a million dollars worth, you're of? looking good. Nick Mullins. Hear me out here. I'm not convinced okay. that Garoppolo... In. So let me ask you a question. I, I, I feel like we need to pump what? the brakes on this show because you've started out like normally people start out hot and then they like cool down as the episode goes because people fade off in, the, in this show. You started off with right. uh, Minshew, Brady, mm-hmm. Mariota, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. and now Nick Mullins. <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm a wild card. You don't know what's coming. I mean, next. at this point, I feel like you're going to talk about, I don't know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Eli Manning. Okay, stay tuned. Oh boy, you never know. I don't know Listen, if I will. Look, and I'm, look, I'm just going to mention this. Look, look, look. All I'm saying is, if you're like in Scott Fishbowl, or if you are in a super flex league, right? I mean, I guess that's what super Scott Fishbowl is, anyways. I would I would think about stashing Nick Mullins. First, he's a good quarterback. I think even John, he uh, hosts the 49ers Rush podcast. Yeah, I think even he would say that Nick nope. Mullins is a good quarterback. Nick Mullins you want to make a bet? will not say that Nick Mullins is a good quarterback. <laughs> I think he would. Okay, make your point. And I Go. think my <laughs> frustration is rising. <laughs> you keep interrupting me and tell me, yell at me and tell me to make my point. Just look. Nick Mullins, his stock ticked up a little bit from two cents to three cents. That's all I'm saying. So if you're in deep league, he's worth stashing. You know, if you have somebody like, I don't know, Jalen Richard or something on your bench, drop Jalen Richard if you if you even think you might need a quarterback week four, five, six, seven. Okay. Is all I'm saying. Okay. Because I don't think Garoppolo is any good. He hasn't shown me right. anything. Who do you think is going to be the wide receiver two over there? Because it was kind of a mixed bag. Dante Moncrief looked awful. Um, 
He so. did. He looked bad. And there were a couple plays, if you watched it, whenever uh, Big Ben threw it to him and he dropped it and just, like, was completely stared down by Big Ben, like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, like, Big Ben's over there saying, you know how many people's career I've ruined? I will right? ruin your career. <laughs> Um, no, I don't think he's going to start next week. Like, there's no way. I don't think he is either. And it's down to these two guys, Deontay Johnson and James Washington. I think James Washington's going to be the guy. But again, James Washington is that deep ball down the field uh, receiver. He got six targets, only caught two. But for 51 yards, that's who he's going to be. Whereas Deontay Johnson, you know, the rookie pick, uh, third-round pick, they love him. He got five targets, and he's going to be a little bit more of that possession guy that's going to be lining up outside. I really, really like Dante Johnson, Deontay Johnson and James Washington. I prefer James Washington in fantasy, but, man, I'm telling you right now, it, this could be a sneaky, sneaky pick right here. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's worth a waiver ad. I do think he's worth um – a pickup after after waivers run. Uh, he's definitely Yeah, if owning. you miss out on one of the top kind of wide receivers and you're just like, damn it, I really needed a wide receiver, then I would say go get him. You know, you still have guys like Ryan Switzer who got a lot of snaps, but it, it's just it doesn't seem like he is going to be the guy long term. Just doesn't no. seem like it. 100% agree with that. Surprisingly, Cincinnati stayed in the game for a long time. They lost... 20 to 21 uh russell wilson threw the ball for only only 20 times and still won the game i do not understand how that happens um but the interesting thing to know is dk metcalf looked like a wide receiver one in this offense i I agree like that's a little crazy six targets tyler lockett got two two the entire game like that's crazy and And he's a wide receiver one and did you notice it's lockett it looks like I don't know. It's like he's had the same issue every year. He's just like that that guy that like will just go off for like two catches for, you know what I mean, for 40 yards and a touchdown or 60 yards and a touchdown, right? I don't know if yeah. he is the actual – I think they're looking for a wide receiver one in this offense. And like, yeah, I don't know if he Met- is Metcalf that. looked great. Metcalf looked very good today. Yeah, yeah. oh, he did. Um, and Chris Carson yeah. uh, and PPR, six – for, he had uh, seven targets for six receptions. He was their top receiver, really. Um, so that's interesting to see. Uh, Penny didn't get anything, any love on that aspect. So no. I started him in a league because I was desperate, and he was a no-show. Who's that? Oh, Penny? Yeah. I thought the I thought the Seahawks were going to blow him out. So, ho, oh, let's give this guy a lot of uh, carries and, you know, give him some targets. Nope. Nope. The Bengals stay in the game, and, you know. Penny didn't get shit. Bad call on my end. <laughs> yeah. I, there's a few. There's a few bad calls on. I think everybody's uh, roster this this week already. Yeah, a lot of guys right? didn't show up. But Carson, I expected to show up though, um, just because of all the hype he was getting. And I think he he's a great running back. I didn't yeah. think he would catch the ball this many times though. That was kind of yeah. that kind of shocked yeah, he, me a little bit. That wasn't him last year, no. but it's, it's nice to see that this year. Like I liked him a lot less last year, and this year he was going a little higher than I liked in most drafts, so I didn't take him anywhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's if he's getting these targets, he's going to be an RB one the entire season. Um, I, the numbers don't show it right now, but seven targets and you know the majority of the carries that's 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 going to make you in that territory by the end of the season easily. He needs to stay healthy though, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's why I took Penny. Yeah. Like, it's just a matter of time with this guy. Exactly. But Especially we'll if he's see. getting I mean, that much work too, right? Yeah, exactly. We'll see. If he stays healthy, I, I love the guy. He's a wider, he's a running back one. 
Over on the Bengals side, which was a little crazy, Mixon got injured. Uh, I don't know how serious it is, but I think he's going to be out for a while, and I am heartbroken. Oh, yeah. that's <laughs> I, I invested yeah. a lot on a lot of teams a lot in him. Like that's that was like one of my first round picks. Yeah, it's not. Um, yeah, it's not pretty. Uh, so yeah, if you, I get uh, personally, uh, you tell me if I'm wrong. If he's out for what six, seven weeks, is Giovanni Bernard like a number one waiver target? Yeah, uh, yeah, he'll be a waiver. Well, yeah, he'll he'll be the guy, the backup for sure. That'll get probably first choice, and then Trayvon was his name, Trayvon Williams. Yeah, yep. and they, I yep. believe they had him inactive today, so we'll probably see him activated for next week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, Giovanni Bernard is the number one. If the other guy's available, grab him too because who knows how serious yeah. the injury is. And can you explain um, this to me? Who is this Andy Dalton guy that throws for 418 yards? I don't, I've never I, heard of him. I, I, neither do I. I, I, I <laughs> he's a man. Like I was, I was playing a guy in this one league, and I'm like looking at – it's kind of one of these weird leagues where we, we start like one quarterback, two running backs, so on and so forth, but – we get like the best of the rest after. So we have a full bench, but we get the best out of, do you know what I mean? So we actually have to start two quarterbacks, but we're, we get the best of the other two on our bench kind of thing or whatever, if that makes sense right. or not. But yeah, anyways, yeah, gotcha. uh, yeah, he had Andy Dalton. So I'm looking, I'm like, Oh, I'll be okay. And then I'm like, what the fuck this guy gets, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Jesus, I have no chance to beat this guy. Yeah. I, yeah. I haven't seen stats like that. Andy Dalton was, I think I might've had him. My twenty eighth, twenty eighth ranked oh. running back this or uh, quarterback this week. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't expect this at all. I totally expected a blowout, but no, they came out. They came out swinging again. This is the fluky weeks. Week one is just like everyone's still meshing and you know getting to know each other. I don't know if this is real. If it is, I think the Bengals are for real. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> they and, can win a couple more games. Welcome to the NFL, John Ross. Right? That was. Yeah. Right? This is what he was supposed to be doing last year. Right? What the fuck? Yeah. Twelve targets, uh, seven receptions, one hundred fifty-eight yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah. Like he looked like a wide oh, receiver. One. He just, yeah, very, very fast. Blue, blue uh, corners away, left, right, and center. Yeah, that was that was really nice to see. And Tyler Boyd still looked okay, even without AJ Green. I know that was a big concern for everyone. It's like Tyler Boyd can't perform without AJ Green, and he looked fine. You know, eight receptions, sixty yards is okay. It's fine. Yeah, and he another guy that. I thought they would be. I Eifert looked pretty decent as well. He was targeted six times caught five yep. balls and the other one I was kind of shocked that I wanted to see I think I had him on my my waiver wire list was Damian Willis the undrafted free agent uh, right he was supposed to take over that role but yeah it doesn't doesn't look like that so I'll be you know suggesting people can drop him and I believe I could probably put John Ross on that list yeah I I, I feel like he's on Every, like even in my dynasty league, he's a free agent. Like he, he's everywhere available. So yeah, snag snag him up. As long as AJ Green's out, he could be the real deal. I don't know if this is real. Maybe the Seahawks are just that bad against you know speedy 